Hi, this is Eden Busani, and I'm your host for the Meraki Podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we upload new episodes from incredible speakers who share their wisdom on important life lessons and their personal journeys towards living a purposeful life. Tune in on Thursdays to get my latest scoop on self-growth and personal development. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meraki Podcast. Today I have a very special guest with us, Adrian Wesley, who is a motivational educator and a clinical hypnotist. Tomorrow, hypnotherapist. <laughs> Tomorrow, um, today we're going to be discussing coming home to yourself, which is a topic that I am actually really interested to hear from Adrian. Hello, Adrian. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I mean, we worked hard to be here today. We've been, we've had some tech issues <laughs> going back and yeah. forth. I'm glad we're making it here today to talk about this very special topic. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Um, and then we'll get right into the topic of coming home to yourself. Cool. Well, I'm a motivational educator, as you said, and I'm also a clinical hypnotherapist, but I don't do one-on-one -on -one sessions anymore. And I'm the co-founder of something called the Power on Audio Club.net. And we provide support, daily support and motivation and sleep hypnosis audios to entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs. And uh, so, yeah, I, I spend most of my time focused on that. And then the rest of the time I work on the Power on Movement, which is a Facebook group where I do a lot of my nonprofit work. And I have a podcast, The Power on Boost, which I spend a lot of energy on. So, yeah, just basically um, motivating people and educating people on life skills and human optimization skills that we weren't taught in school and showing people how to turn their power on and showing people how to love themselves. My mission is to make self-love go viral and to turn on personal power around the world. That is incredible. That's an amazing mission. I wish you luck with that. <laughs> it's not an Thanks, easy Thanks, buddy. Um, and yeah, we have a new concept here. I've never heard of this concept before, coming home to yourself, which is also partially why I'm excited and curious to hear more about this. So um, let's start with that. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Cool. Well, basically, we all come into this world, uh, obviously, as little babies, and then we get programmed by our parents. Um, from about zero to seven years old, your subconscious mind is being programmed by your parents and anybody else around you, uh, uncles, aunts, uh, teachers, what you see on TV. And that really determines who you become. And then a lot of us, uh, a lot of us, well, all of us go through childhood and become teenagers. And then we leave the home and we go become adults. But we've been living our lives based on that programming. And if you're lucky enough, you end up having something that happens in your life that causes you to come home to yourself. So when I was uh, 35 years old, my former wife left, uh, had $100 in my bank account. I'd just gone bankrupt from the 2008 financial crisis. And I was growing pot in my basement. I'm definitely not the criminal type, but I did have a passion for marijuana plants back then. It was not legal, so it wasn't the best crop to have in my basement. But I spent a, a year under house arrest. Uh, my whole life exploded, and uh, it caused me to have to come home to myself. And, and that's, what I'm, that's what this topic is about. So when I say coming home to yourself, I mean you've been on a long trip 
living your life as an adult. And it may be when you're 25, it may be when you're 35, it may be when you're 60, but you're on this journey and something happens which causes you to uh, reanalyze how you've been living. And basically for me, it was, uh, it, was, it was coming home to myself and learning how to love myself, forgiving myself. So that's all part of coming home to yourself is self-forgiveness, um, identifying the faulty beliefs that you took on in childhood and the faulty beliefs that have been running your programming and running your life and, and basically creating a new relationship with yourself and learning how to unconditionally love yourself. So that's, that's coming home to yourself in a, in a snapshot. That's incredible. And I'm loving this concept. I love it. Um, I especially love the part where it just branches off into so many different amazing categories like forgiveness and self-love and um, worthiness and all these other things that come along with this journey to coming home to yourself, which to me is incredible because all my favorite topics are in one concept. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super exciting. And, and most people, um, you know, that's where one message I had to your audience is sometimes the worst things that ever happen to you can end up being the biggest gifts you've ever been given. Um, in 2008, 2009, my life exploded and I lost everything, but it was actually the greatest gift I've ever been given because it forced me to come home to myself and to learn how to unconditionally love myself because most people in the developed world have a horrible relationship with themselves uh, struggle every day and, and it's understandable why because you have this voice in your head that's beating you up constantly telling you you're not enough telling you you're not good enough telling you you're not pretty enough telling you you're not handsome enough uh, telling you that it, your dreams can't come true um, so it becomes a very difficult life life is difficult enough but if you don't have a good relationship with yourself so that's that's really what happened for me. And as I repeat, if you're struggling right now, it has the potential to propel you to become the greatest, most powerful version of yourself. And most people have faulty beliefs in their program. So your conscious mind is 5% and your subconscious mind is 95%. And within the subconscious mind is all your belief systems. So it's very much like the operating programs that are telling the supercomputer what to create. And if those beliefs, those, those programs are faulty, you're going to be keep recreating the same life over and over again on autopilot. It's kind of like dating someone new, falling in love, breaking up, dating someone new, falling in love, and realizing that the same patterns keep replaying themselves, the scarcity, the, the not being successful, the same things keep repeating themselves until as the topic of this podcast is until you make a commitment to learn how to love yourself and learn loving yourself is identifying your faulty beliefs and reprogramming them so so yeah it's 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 an exciting process it's a lot of work but I couldn't imagine living my whole life asleep on autopilot that wouldn't be a lot of fun so yeah absolutely um there's so much to go into this topic I mean um, I mean there's so much to venture into but I want to focus on just one part of um, one direction we could get into is forgiveness. Uh, I feel it's a very hot topic, especially because no, like everyone's guilty of something. Everyone has that one little secret, you know what I'm talking about? So I feel like, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about forgiveness. We have like a few more minutes here. So let's talk a little bit about that. How does someone bring themselves to forgiveness, regardless of whatever 
happened in their life, whether it was a crime committed or something as stupid as, you know, I don't know what, um, hurting someone's feelings, which is not really stupid, but like something as small as that. So what would you say is the first step to forgiving yourself? Well, I think the first step is to understanding how you have become how you have become. And that goes back to that childhood programming, like I mentioned. Uh, we're all basically computer systems that have been programmed. So understanding that, that you know, who you became was not necessarily a voluntary choice of yours and that we are all subject to being programmed by our parents who are victims of victims who were programmed by their parents uh, and things were passed off. So first understanding that aspect of why your behaviors are and why you do what you do and then just recognizing that continuing to beat yourself up and not forgiving yourself is not going to solve the problem. And it doesn't make the world a better place. It only destroys your life in the process. And, um, you know, you learning to forgive yourself allows you to put that energy. If you set yourself free, it allows you to put that energy into helping other people. So that's one suggestion I have is that if you've done something really bad, and you want to forgive yourself and you want to move forward, I think you have to ask yourself, who benefits from me not forgiving myself? What, what is the outcome of continuing to beat myself up and not, not forgive myself? And, and then ask yourself, you know, what good could you do with this extra energy if you actually did forgive yourself? And the other reality is, is that humans aren't perfect. We all make mistakes. We all screw up. We all hurt people. We all do things that aren't cool. Uh, but I guess one, one way that I look at it for the things that I had to forgive myself for was that I can make a commitment to being the greatest version of myself and helping as many people as I can. I think it's interesting too. I think a lot of people need to forgive themselves for things that they didn't do. I think a lot of people hate themselves because they don't think they look good enough or they don't think they are good enough. Um, or, you know, and a lot of that stems from our relationships with our parents and not maybe meeting up to feeling not enough and not feeling worthy and deserving. So feeling like we're bad at a very early age. So Forgiving yourself isn't just forgiving yourself for things you've actually done. It's maybe forgiving yourself for not being the person that you think you should be based on what society has programmed you, which is a huge issue for a lot of people. But again, once you learn to love yourself unconditionally, the first stop, is, the first stop on the road is forgiving yourself. And, and then so many magical things happen because like I said, if, you, if you're hating on yourself and have a lot of anger and resentment towards yourself and haven't forgiven yourself, you're going to keep suffering and you're going to keep inviting people into your life that will perpetuate that program. So I highly recommend that you just take a good look at the fact is what, what does this serve? What is this, who is this benefiting for me to continue to beat myself up over this? And, you know, Maybe, maybe again, like I said, assess the fact that no human is perfect. Um, but yeah, that's, that's in summary what I would say about forgiving yourself. It's the, it's the starting point to learn how to unconditionally love yourself because most people conditionally love themselves based on what our parents taught us. Our parents, most parents taught us conditional love. I'll love you when you do this. I'll be happy when you get this grade. You'll be enough when you do this. 
So there's some forgiveness that needs to come in there as well, because uh, none of us would have ever measured up to those standards um, as much as we think we should have. Absolutely. Wow. Incredible. Amazing. I love the way you brought it out. And the whole forgiveness part was just mind blowing. Um, I, I agree with everything you said. Forgiveness is like the number one thing that has to be done in order to move forward. And that means, even if that means going back to our childhood and digging up those unpleasant memories, that's fine. As long as we're not judging them and as long as we're not blaming others, when we just need to learn to accept and forgive, that's where it all starts from. And I really, really thank you for being here today, Adrian. Um, and I'm really glad we made it work. <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Before we end off, do you have um, any links that you want to share, resources with our audience so people can find you? Yeah, I'd ask everybody to check out poweronaudioclub.net. Uh, we provide, as I said, daily motivation. It's pretty unique. You get a 10-minute audio every day from myself and my business partner, and then there's sleep hypnosis audios in there, mindset reprogramming tools. Sorry? Is that your podcast, or is that like a, just a website where they can find the podcast? Uh, the podcast is Power on Boost. <laughs> all right, we, we are having all sorts of luck, buddy. I know. It froze and shut down for some reason. I don't know what happened. We're doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> so you have your podcast, Power Boost On, a Power On Boost. What was it? Yeah, the podcast is called Power On Boost. The Facebook group is called Power On Movement. And my business is poweronaudioclub.net. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Adrian. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Meraki podcast and for joining me on the adventure of my life. I hope you found this episode to be enjoyable and valuable. You can find out more about us at MerakiOfficial.com. If you enjoyed this episode and feel others can benefit from it as well, spread the love by sharing.